here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five. Hey, it's Wednesday, everyone. Welcome to the UltaCast here on Mutiny Radio.fm. I am joined by the lovely, wonderful, talented Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth. Oh, good afternoon, everyone in Pals. Sharif. Uh, and yeah, it's the AltaCast. Woof, we had fun last night. Too it much was fun. lots and lots of fun. My insides hurt. Yeah, my. This morning was rough for me. It was uh, a little slow. I kept waking up periodically, like thinking that I was going to oversleep. Right? <laughs> like I woke up like at 7, I needed some water. Right. And then I woke up again at 8.30, and I'm like, and then I woke up again at 9, I'm like, stop it. You're like, this is a long, I, this is a long morning for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. that. my paranoia was setting in. I'm like, don't oversleep. And I refuse to put on my alarm for some reason. Wow, you're feeling the vibes of the universe. Yes, I am. I also woke up early. Uh, Jonathan took the day off because he's watching the FIFA game right now. The oh, nice. soccer. Football. Football. The football. Who are they playing today, you know? Yeah, it's Chile versus um, Portugal. And it's a cup that they have the year before, a World Cup. But it's the best team from all eight continents. And then they all play each other. So Chile was like the best team from South America, which is unheard of, I guess, because like Brazil and Brazil's Argentina. And so Jonathan's Chilean, so he's all fucking excited and fucking freaking That's out awesome. about it and watching the game, which is great. That's I mean, awesome. You know, then is America in it? No. Because <laughs> we're terrible. No. Well, it was Mexico uh, is actually playing this afternoon. Oh, they're, oh. Or no, I don't know when they're playing. Is Mexico is playing... Um, Germany. This is going to be a day without Mexicans for real. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's coming up. I don't know which day it's on. It's not today. The today is that game is happening right now. Uh, I know a little bit too much about FIFA, but that's okay. The World Cup is next year in Russia. Uh-oh. And, uh, you know, good they, for them. I don't know. I guess Trump gets to go. That means if they're Russians. Or... Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I appreciate uh, football, a.k.a. soccer. Yeah. Because I think I think it's it is kind of boring, but it's a sport that has a lot of endurance. Right. It's it's uh it's boring in the way that there aren't a lot of goals scored. Right. But when they do happen, wow, are they exciting? And I mean, then it becomes this sort of weird. It just depends what kind of game you like. I mean, it's like hockey, but without violence. Yeah. But there's violence. There is violence. But not like. It, it, I don't know. I like basketball I, the best because they score a lot, yeah, that's and true. they're all they're all wearing like those tank tops, so you can see their 
pretty See, muscles I and like, stuff. I like soccer because mm. the athletes are H-O-T. They are. They Good are that. Lord, yeah, fair, fair enough. The, that is the athlete I would go They for. are darling uh, from all kinds of different places. Hey, so last night when we were being all drunk and having fun, <laughs> we decided that we were going to do a special segment on Viagra. That's right. And it actually, this here's the irony, is that when I was looking for memes to be funny about, I got a great picture from Gnarl Pro-Choice America. No way. That's and awesome. it's a picture, and it says, I put it on your page too, but it's a, you know, there's a picture of Viagra, and it says covered, and there's a picture of birth control, so it's not covered. And it's at the bottom, it says Gnarl Pro-Choice you know, America. So I was thinking it was so funny that Viagra... <laughs> Just us in the gestalt, like we're we're so on it or whatever that we're like, yeah, let's talk about Viagra. But I was actually, I'm really interested in the side effects of Viagra, and there are many. Let me tell you, I heard they're pretty gnarly. They, well, yeah, there's all kinds of dangers, and I just think it's so weird. And it's, I wish we had a dude to talk about it with, but it's, it's like a philosophical discussion that goes back to. Why are dicks so important? Why do we fetishize them? And that it, it's like, yeah. I mean, if the you know you can fix a dick, but you can't fix the womb. But but we fetishize them when they're children. They look at them at each other and they compare them. And guys in high school, it's such a big deal. And how you use it, or I mean. It, I don't think they worry about how they use it sometimes. Well, that's, that's true. This, and it's, a, it's like this instrument of power. And like, I see it all over the place in marketing. And well, if you notice too, for a long time, like if you were watching a movie or what have you, they would never show men's uh, genitals. Right. But they Only would show breasts. Women, yeah. Breasts or women's genitals. Right. Which you, I found kind of like, wait a minute. Why? You know, we can see her vajat, her vag, but we can't see his penis. Right. That's, I mean, they'd show guys butts always. That yeah. was like a rated R movie, I guess, was butts and boobs. But butts and boobs, and and maybe some frontal, but not 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 the men's. Not the no, men's. right? Yeah. Well, the the people that kind of broke the mold were HBO and the Oz show. Um, yeah. They were just like, true, yeah. They were like a naked dudes, mm-hmm. like jail naked dudes. That was my show. That was, uh, ma'am. Uh, mm-hmm. That was, I mean, it was a, a, it was really good. HBO has always done really great stuff that pushes the boundaries like now they're like dragons and shit and i'm into it <laughs> i mean i am i love it but i wonder if some penis is in the game of thrones well they I- do they took tons of nudity in game of thrones game of thrones is all about nudity like it is i don't ever watch it so oh god it is it is medieval Sex futuristic yeah it's futuristic medieval Naked people. That's like all whores uh, uh, and there's whore, uh, like how they women can rise to power, but there's still rampant misogyny. And anyways, I don't know. Oh God, it's so hard. So dicks. Viagra. And what's Viagra. the other one? And Cialis. Cialis. And there's another one. And this is my favorite name. Levitra. Oh, Levitra. Because it, <laughs> it I love like drug names. Name. Well, it's it's drug names are the best, right? Levitra. Levitra. Liven. Live. Levitra. Lev. Levitate. You Le- know, there's a black girl running around with that name, right? Fuck Levitra. Yeah. <laughs> Levitra. But it's it's Levitra is this great. I love drug names like that. So you got to think Cialis. What are they trying to say? They're like 
it's with a C, but it sounds like the C, but you only know, like, because their, their thing is not their name. Their thing is people in bathtubs. For some reason, Cialis is like, we're going to be in separate bathtubs on a beach. Like, that's what, <laughs> that is the epitome of sexual. <laughs> it's being in separate <laughs> bathtubs, looking at a sunset, holding hands. That's almost like kind of like the separate bed syndrome of the 50s and what right. have you. So weird. Yeah. So weird. I totally forgot about that ad. <laughs> so, yeah, so you've got Cialis, C-I-A-L-I-S, Cialis, Cialis, Cialis. What is it? A list makes me think of like listless, healing listlessness of your dick. Cialis. I just, I love, but that's the thing, Viagra, Vi, it's like, Vitalize. Viva, Viva, Vitalize. It, it, but I think a lot of times they use Spanish things. Ambien, A-M-B-N, A-M good, morning's good, Ambien. It's like, right? <laughs> the drug names are important. Again, they some some of those drug names sound like black girls. Names. Yeah, but Levitra, <laughs> is, that's true. It's great. Oh my God. Okay, so if you want to write an actual joke, this is a really perfect joke for you. You can you gotta write down all those names of those drugs and be like, do a joke with it. Cialis, Levitra, you get over here. <laughs> Pen and paper out already. Yeah, all that, I mean, all of a, a, Viagra is a terrible name for a kid, but Levitra. Levitra. Oh Levitra man. Cialis. Levitra. Get your ass here. Levitra Cialis. <laughs> There's got to be a Viagra joke involving children <laughs> that are named Cialis and Levitra. Uh, that wouldn't. That would be like the ad. That'd be like the new Viagra ad where they say. <laughs> They can't though, because then they'd be mentioning the other drugs, and why would they want to do that? That's why it's a funny joke. Yay! Levitra Cialis! Get your ass here! Bring your ass here! Bring your dick here! Bring your dick up! Like, come on! Bring your dick up here! I was trying to be funny today, and I was thinking, like, well, we're going to ask the hard questions. I just got that. Oh, man. So. So what about these dicks? So what about these dicks? So that, now this is the thing, is that uh, these ED, erectile dysfunction drugs, uh, are covered more prevalently, I guess, than birth control. You can, And you have easier access to them. Uh, but I guess it's old men, though. It's, it has nothing to do with, like... Old men. I know some dudes in their 30s that probably, you know... But, I mean, yeah. if you even, even think about this from a philosophical standpoint... If you can't get it up anymore, then fuck you, dude. You're not supposed to. That's what God did it. All right, I'm going to get all Christian on their ass for a second. <laughs> God did not want you to have an erection, you old fucking man. So you can't, you don't get to rape the 12 year old girls anymore. Polygamous weirdo. No. Um, See, I disagree because I, I have daddy issues. So I like old men. Mm, so I, mm, I, mm, I'm all for the Cialis Levitra. See, uh, <laughs> <laughs> though the old guys that I had dated before have not had that issue. So, right. um, I've only had my ex-boyfriend take it once just because, just to see. See, but okay. And it got annoying to him. This is totally philosophical, right? That Viagra, okay, if you have ED, if you have erectile dysfunction, you can no longer get it up which means you're not going to have kids. Ha ha. Now, we have a built-in mechanism that says, shut it the fuck down. But men don't. They can have semen coming out of their ball sack until they die. So that is a biological mechanism put into them saying, you don't get this anymore because you're going to fuck things up, old man. Because <laughs> you're going to impregnate some young girl 
or whatever. Like, oh, now you're 80. You got, I mean, come on, right? So our Heavenly Father puts things in place for a specific purpose. And he said he cast down upon old men. You don't get, you, you know what? Fuck you guys. You're this not is, a man anymore. Well, not that you're not a man anymore, but like you're not supposed to be doing this all the time or but, whatever. But that, that, that penis symbolizes you know the masculinity right. and so that masculinity which is sexuality once that's gone they're not a man well, anymore they're feeling entitled to this thing that they've always had but this is what happens when you grow up and get old everybody just fucking do it gracefully i get so pissed off when everyone's doing the eye maybe maybe i'll feel differently okay no i will never voluntarily get plastic surgery I will never I don't voluntarily like to be in surgery I don't like being under I think it's bad for you I feel like yeah I'm just glad that I'm black and I don't have to really worry about about it yeah I mean if I you know if I was still smoking and drinking like a fish me too I really I've been noticing my skin I'm looking older I look I've seen the pictures from five years ago on Facebook I look I look older I'm old you definitely don't look like you're in your 40s that's for sure that's very sweet of you but it's it's very awesome Honest of that me. is really nice. Uh, and but that's the thing is women go through menopause, so it gets taken away. Like we get to have sex later on in life or whatever. Our sexual our sexual peak is I believe in our fifties, uh, correct? I have no idea. I, believe, like, I hope so. Peak uh, reaches a point in their fifties. That's why you have horny old ladies. Great. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm going to be one of those horny old ladies too. I hope so. I hope to be as well. And I do like the fact now, you know, speaking of menopause, there was a very, very, you know, it was very taboo to talk about. And it, women still to this very day, we deal with the issues of like, oh my God, you know, we're not at childbearing age anymore. But I do like the fact that menopause is kind of like, you're seeing the positive side of Menopositive. Menopositive. We may not get as moist, but we can still. I mean, well, that's what we have. That's what creams and lubes and things are exactly. for. That's absolutely fine. But now that's the other thing is that men find that's the thing problem I have. I think with these these penis drugs is that you know what if you're in a relationship with a person uh, and you can let go of your if I don't have this hard dick, I'm nothing. Thing and get a fucking dildo and get a fucking vibrator and you know what? We, we're gonna be the women are happy. We don't need the dick specific. It, like it, it's good enough. And if you're doing it and you do an excellent job with these tools, why do men like tools? They love tools, but they won't use like sex tools. Make them nervous. It's like just think of it like tools. You know, you yeah. don't, you don't bring a you don't bring a screwdriver. It's hammer time. Right. <laughs> Right, it's hammer time. It's hammer time. It's hammer time. That's very funny. I just don't understand though. I'm all for like the you know Viagra and stuff. Like I said, I have daddy issues. All right, um, old guys. Um, but I don't understand how it can be covered. That's because, what I because just, it's a dysfunct. Because it's a. I think that's why. That's the what Cialis. Well, the Cialis and the Levitra are daily pills that you take. And they are smaller doses that you take over longer periods of time so that you constantly, whenever you want, haha, there's no more erectile dysfunction. Now I can have sex whenever I want. La la. I have the dick of a 30 year old again. Woohoo! <laughs> um, so that's exciting. But uh, Viagra, you take before you want one. So, and so it's a higher dose with less frequency. 
as opposed to a smaller dose with efficacy over time. I see. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I was learning this morning because I was doing... Uh, I also woke up early, but I was like laying in bed just being like, I feel like poop, but I'm going to do the research. Uh, in bed. In bed. Yes. Uh, Cialis is another medication that's both a sinner and a saint, blah, 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 properties, long-term benefits, blah, blah, blah. However, it has a darker side that your doctor is unlikely to tell you about. Oh, yeah. It is important to examine the potential ugly side effects of any drug, but especially Cialis, since most guys are so glad to get rid of their erectile dysfunction that they think side effects, schmide effects, I'm in the saddle again. I mean, this is written by guys for guys, obviously. I'm in the saddle. <laughs> talk. Yeah, right? Get in there, pussy. <laughs> One, brain. Headaches are extremely common with Cialis, which is Tadadafil. Ta-da! Tadadafil! Tadadafil the pussy! Ta-da! I love drug names. I fucking love them. Uh, in one four-week study, 7.2% of patients experienced headaches. This is almost one out of every 14 patients and shows that Cialis is affecting something in the brain. Viagra, a fellow PDE5 inhibitor like Cialis, they all have this fill at the end when they with their drug name, uh, has actually been studied more extensively and found to affect the brain on the neurotransmitter level. Sure. For example, researchers found that in that it one causes anxiety in rodents and two exhibits some antidepressant-like qualities. The bottom line is that Cialis and other PDE5 inhibitors are clearly affecting the brain in a profound way. And researchers researchers have almost nothing, no understanding as to how. So I will ask the question, is something that causes headaches in one out of 14 men really good for you in long-term health after decades of use? This is a daily pill people take. So you're taking, this makes me crazy that what people are willing to do on the short term. And this gets into drug, it's just so yeah. funny because it's Drug Policy Alliance and it's NARL all together in one drug or one in one group of drugs that, that we don't even think about. That, we think of fixing for the moment right then, right now, mm -hmm. and not thinking about the consequences down the road. Because you have so many, um, we talk about this all the time, we have so many uh, drugs and what have you. Pharmaceutical they, farms, companies. Yeah. yeah. And they advertise mm -hmm. on a daily basis. And then you hear that long and side effects include. Right. And then death. And now, but this is the thing is that you've got all these, so you've got three different drugs that are doing the same thing, but they're all slightly different and the pharmaceutical companies sell them in different ways. And one of the ways they found to sell it, and this is the best way, is you have to take it every day. You have to take it every day. If you miss a day, don't worry. But don't double up. Don't take two in one day. Don't do that. It's in the it's in the thing. I read it on the Cialis site. Oh, don't take two. It in says one don't day. take two. You've got to take the amount you're supposed to take, whether it's the two milligrams, the five milligrams, or the ten milligrams a day. But when you take Viagra, it starts in like twenty or fifty milligrams or hundred milligram doses. So it's the pharmaceutical companies that are trying to make money, and they can make more money off a daily pill regimen. And it's so sad to me that. You know, when you're looking at the, it, the medical industry and you're looking at the pharmaceutical industry and what they want is, they don't say, hey, if, you're, if you have high cholesterol and hypertension and blood pressure issues, you can either lose 80 pounds or you can take these drugs. Yeah. 
and you can take these daily drugs. How long do I have to take drugs for? Forever. When you get off them. And what are the ne- side never. effects? Side effects, everything. And they, right, but they say, well, the other side effects of this thing. So the side effects of hypertension and cholesterol problems is death. But the side <laughs> effects of these are like, oh, headaches and swelling in the feet and blah, blah, blah. But the pharmaceutical company wins because they, what they get you on there when you're, let's say, 40, 42. And they got you till you die. And it goes in different ways, too, when you look at the mental health industry, how the pharmaceutical industry has gotten in. And there are so many different drugs that can cure all of your, well, anything going on with your behavior or your life or your your mental health in any way. And it's like, okay, so what if you dealt with mental health by having people, I don't know, do yoga and like ballet and stretching and breathing? Weed. Weed. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. See, that's... I was even thinking about myself, like possibly putting myself on some antidepressants, but become vegan for a week and you'll be you'll feel great. <laughs> well, but, but this is what I did before I wanted to start going the pill route. I started taking yoga. I started seeing a therapist. Mm. You know, there's certain things and certain paths that I want to take before I even want to go and get hopped up on antidepressants because I, would I think that's a last resort and diet yeah do diet before you do pills diet before pills you stop can stop drinking as much stop right there's i mean there's easy things i've been watching so many documentaries on food and what we eat and what's going on and and man every time i eat meat now i'm like i remember when i was vegetarian and i, I was chicken. like i remember when i, I but the thing is it's, it was hard for me to eat the chicken in my salad today because I looked at it and I'm like, ugh, it's Safeway chicken. It's a great, it, their dressing is really good on the Asian salad and they're $3.99 when you buy two and it's such a good deal. Um, and they're really good and there's lots of vegetables. But the chicken, oh, I was eating it. Today. I ended up giving it all to my cat. He loved it. <laughs> but I, could, I was eating it and I was like, processed. I just watched this thing on like processed meats. Oh, and it was the processed chicken. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know what chicken I'm getting. Where, where? I mean, I guess it could have been real chicken, but it was chicken parts and what. Yeah, have you. I yeah. don't even know. Like when it comes on the salad and it's in the little container, like it's in a little plasticky box on top of your salad, and you dump it all together, and you're like, yeah. The ones from Trader Joe's, I seem to trust more. Yeah, I mean, even by the looks of what, how you see it, you because mm. it, it doesn't look real. Doesn't look. It looks like perfect little cubes. Yeah, mm. that's it, I, that kind of chicken does scare me. That kind of meat does scare me. But it, you know, just like certain kind of pills scare me. Right. You know, and I, it, it's funny, like. I didn't realize the three types of, um, you know, Viagra, Cialis, La Vitra. Um, how I know. Great names. <laughs> they are dope. I didn't realize how different they were. But well, of course... I have, I have, I'll, show, I'll actually go, keep going, keep going. No, I was going to say, of course they have side effects, because what pill that you pop doesn't have side effects, you know. But I've heard horror stories about Viagra, though. I've heard like you know men taking more than they should than they should, right. and having like a 20-hour-long boner. Right, and they, you're not supposed to have one for more than like four hours. Long-term yeah. use of Viagra has been associated with various problems affecting the auditory, hearing, and uh-huh. visual systems in the brain. Again, hey buddies, we already know that it. You're gonna fuck yourself blind. <laughs> loss or decrease of hearing have been reported in association with use of Viagra. An article published on newsinferno.com October 2007 cited reports of hearing loss cases in patients taking Viagra prompted the Food and Drug Administration to add this serious side effect to the warning labels. Oh, wow. It doesn't matter. People want hard dicks. Yeah, exactly. That's what we... I mean... We want it What now. is going on, though, that... I mean... There's natural... Every, is everything sex? It, 
Yes. I think about is it. Is it all because the time. that's biologically like we want to reproduce and yeah, it's, it's like part of the on manhood. that that's part of the manhood. That's why, you know, a man who can't get it up, you know, his self-esteem is hurting and, right. you know, and which I, which drugs. I can, yeah, and he needs right. drugs. It, it's, mm. you know, I don't know. It's looked down upon as you're less of a man now. It, right. Yeah. You know, man, if, if a guy had ED and he was self-conscious about it and he had the skills I would laugh with the, face. with the, with the dills, with the dildos, man, I'd be like skills with the dills, bring it on. Mouth game. Right. It's I mean, all about mouth game for me. It's, I mean, but what, that's the thing is that that has nothing to do with the dick. You can't, it, you can't do them both at the same time. So, and if you, and that's great. Like, Yay. I mean, I guess it's maybe, is it sad for them? Because then they're, but it's like, find a way to have sex where you're ple- pleasuring another person and then yip-dee-doo. But you notice now a lot of older people, and I'm talking like more like nursing home older people have been fucking a lot more because of, huh. you know, these erectile dysfunction drugs. Well, if the old people are fucking the old people, I honestly don't have a problem oh, with yeah. that. What, what I think is terrible is when it's the rich old fucking flabby ass dudes that are like I deserve 22 year old models because I'm rich I see his face right now right yeah Yeah, I see a couple of them there's a couple gross old rich dudes that have and and there are women that are like yeah I'll be your I'll be your prostitute but I'll be your trophy I mean but but I mean, there's here's the here's the flip side. Right, of it still it makes too. me sad because they feel like they deserve that. Well, I mean, the flip side of it is too, if you know, maybe this person had cancer or had some kind of disease or what have you, and maybe this is what they need right. in order, you know, to well, help. Well, a, a lot of times with their sexual motivation. A lot of times when you're on antidepressants, it makes your you, you go don't get boners anymore. Yeah. So I think this might even be a double up by the pharmaceutical industry to get you on the antidepressants and then it makes the boner not work and then they get you on the boner meds so now you're on two meds and the problem with uh, Suicide Sausage is playing in the background from Kope the the, the, uh, (laughs) Japanese Bjork Uh, the problem is that you've got two pills for life again there's when you're on the antidepressants, you you say when do I get off them, and they go get off of them. You get them up to a certain level, and then you stay on them forever. And I'm like, but how is that? I just I can't wrap my brain around the concept of daily pills to solve something else because it's you're putting other things in your body. Like we don't think of our bodies as, and I mean, and I'm a terrible person. I smoke. And I drink excessively and I, I eat really well, but I could eat better. And, you know, but the damage that we do, the damage that we do with these, with the, and it's so the pharmaceutical companies can profit off of us. Off, they figured out how to make money off us living. Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, that's why you have so many people dying from pills and what have you. And it doesn't even matter what kind of pills. It's just pills, period. Not birth control, though. You don't see people overdosing over any BC pills. Well, and mm. and that's <laughs> no. And I and I love I love birth control, and I think it's important for a woman to take control of her. Why is it that? But covered? but I don't I don't like hormone therapy birth control. I love my IUD. Uh, and but and I I just I didn't like. The, I I honestly have like weird theories because 
I'm sure I've talked about this before. When I was, I got my degree in, in my early 20s uh, from UC San Diego, and I um, had some ovarian cysts removed when I was 20, and they put me on birth control. I was also sexually active, but they put me on birth control to suppress the ovulation so that I wouldn't continue making these weird tumors. So it was helpful. It did some other medical thing that was nice. But once I got on it, my creativity completely just died. Like I went from writing plays and being this, like I was a playwriting, uh, it was one of my emphases, emphasis, and I had all these plays that were produced and I was directing and I was doing all this stuff. And then I got on this birth control and I didn't create anything. Your mood changed. I didn't, well, I didn't. I stopped, I mean, I did musical theater and I did some, I danced and stuff, but I, I didn't write anything. I didn't create anything. And when I was 32 and I got off the, the, the pills, I wrote a novel in like six weeks. Like all wow. of a sudden <laughs> I just, I was like totally motivated. And I wrote a novel in six weeks. Well, that is a side effect of birth control. Like it's a certain kind of mood swings and you know, uh, your chemical, it's kind of, well, like, it's hormone therapy. Yeah. So you're pumping your body full of different hormones to get a specific desired effect. But then sometimes you gain weight, sometimes you lose weight, which is very rare. Yeah. Um, so I, once I got away from the hormonal therapy, I love my birth control that I've chosen. And I guess it's different for everyone. It is different for everyone. Like I, 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 I can't do an ID, IUD because I have this theory about having things injected inside my body. Oh, um, it just lives in there like yeah. a little, like a piece of jewelry. I just, yeah, I can't. So I, I'd rather pop a pill, huh? which is, you know, it, I mean, I don't know. It's just me, but I've never had an issue with birth control pills because luckily when I've been to Planned Parenthood, they ask about my estrogen and what have you. And I do like the fact that if the doctor knows what she's talking about, she, <laughs> you're, she you should always have a lady doctor uh, when you're getting your birth control. <clears throat> I like the fact now there's especially the pills you have different types of pills like you know low estrogen high estrogen do you need you know right, i like right. the fact that i'm asked these questions now that i should know sure because i don't want to be put on a high estrogen and then like my mood right just, right you know. but then it, but it, as you get older sometimes like if people are going through menopause they want to give them estrogen because it helps something because they are losing their they're estrogen losing their and estrogen. so they're like give them extra stuff and it I don't know how that all works. But now here's the other thing I was just thinking about. Women are, we're so used to it now, taking a daily pill and it's saddled on us for our own birth control. And you're not making birth control easy, you little assholes. You're not making it easy for us, but then you're all having your hard dicks everywhere and you're waving them all around. Which so I don't understand. So it's completely fine for you to wave your hard dicks around, exactly. but then we're the ones that have to be in charge of our bodies to be able to be the saying, oh, I don't really want to have a baby. But then you restrict our access? You fucking yes. cocksuckers. But now here's the thing. Why don't they make Viagra or Cialis, which is a daily pill, Hormonally suppressed ball juice. You fucking <laughs> misogynistic dickbag world. You fucking doctors, get to work on this. Put you, They gotta take Cialis, they gotta take Levicha every day to keep their dick hard. Well, then they better not be putting any fucking babies out there. And this, Solve the problems, idiots! See, and this is why I don't understand. So you, they don't have an issue with covering Cialis and Viagra when it comes to like your uh, health insurance. Mm. Oh, but birth control. Birth control. See, this is where I, now this is where I get pissed off because that having erectile dysfunction ain't no real disease in the first place. Right. You know what's having? What's the disease? Having a child that you don't want. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like a little disease. It clings on you, and you have to be around it all the time, and you and, can't put it in the trunk, and you got to get like vaccinations. <laughs> 
or something. And there are med- medical benefits, just like you were just describing, that birth control, it's that women need birth control for. Sure. You know, so it's, it is, yes, it is for preventing, you know, fatal mistakes like having a child, but it's also good for women who need estrogen and what have you and other medical, you know, uh, things. I don't see Viagra and Cialis out there saying it's going to help with men's well, emotions. Well, now, there, or... there actually is. Uh, that's Ooh. awesome. But there's some positive well, things about... Well, me wrong. Yeah, uh, what... So, this is the Cialis one, though. Uh, there's danger. I was saying, why? Why, 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 why? Why choose Levitra? That's that one. Uh... There was, they were saying, they were trying to sell one of them that it does something else, too. It, uh... It increases blood flow, blah, 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 a man's penis with blood. God, there's one of them that they were saying that it's really, it, what it, it does it. Oh, what is ED? Oh, it affects 18 million men in the United States. Ha, ha. What is, what is BPH? Approximately 50% of men with ED also have BPH symptoms. Oh, this is what it helps. BPH is a condition in men in which the prostate gland becomes enlarged and may cause urinary symptoms. Symptoms of BPH can include needing to go frequently or urgently, stopping or starting during urination, needing to push or strain during urination, having a weak urine stream, incomplete emptying of the bladder, or needing to go excessively at night. So Cialis supposedly helps this. Oh, well, avoid wearing a diaper, huh? Yeah, I, I guess. But it's, I'm <laughs> oh. like, women have PP issues all the time. I guess there are drugs that we can take to help us with our PP issues. Yes, there are. Um, so, ta-da-ta-da-da-fil, ta-da. But they say that the good thing, so the main thing it does is it makes your penis hard. But secondarily, it does this thing that makes you pee better at night or whatever it helps your prostate but the long-term side effects uh so we had on cialis there was the brain problems oh this is the other thing backache and muscle pain these are quite common with cialis and if they do not go away for 28 to 48 hours uh again what is disconcerting is that researchers have no explanation just what is cialis affecting the retina so it's hearing it's we, it's eyesight. brain, it's eyesight, it's hearing, it's back pain, it's retina. Also, affects PDE6 to a significant effect. PDE6 is another related phosphodiesterase enzyme and is pre- present in the retina. Here are the all too common side effects reported with regular tadatafil, Cialis use: transient changes in vision, transient and mild impairment in color discrimination, eye pain eyelid swelling, electronographic abnormalities, abnormal histiopathological findings, four pupil sparing third nerve palsy, and central serious choridopathy have been reported. Again, after decades of use, what's this going to do to your vision? You're going to go Because it's a daily drug. Uh, Cortisol. Cortisol is one of the biggest enemies of the middle-aged and beyond male. If it is too high for too long at a time, it decreases testosterone, increases visceral fat, increases insulin resistance, and destroys neurons, just for starters. Now Cialis has also been found to improve the testosterone to estrogen ratio. But the truth is that we just do not know if the increase in cortisol could cause long-term issues. Could it slightly increase the chance for visceral fat, metabolic syndrome? We just don't know. Metabolic fat. I need to find a picture of that. 
the benefits of long-term Cialis use are um, blood flow increases, duh. That's what erections are about. A restoration of normal erectile dysfunction. It makes your penis hard. Inflammation reduction. Researchers have noted a robust, significant drop in both C-reactive protein and vascular cell adhesion molecules. This is important because plaque buildup in arteries is largely due to inflammatory process where leukocytes uh, adhere and attack arterial walls. So they're saying it's good for your heart. Because it increases blood flow and it goes through your heart. That makes sense. Testosterone to estrogen ratio, but then it's like they're saying it's bad, but they're saying it's good. So who knows? Wow. So there isn't a lot. Basically, what it's doing is it's making your dick hard. Yeah. And that's it. And then there's bad things. There's a lot of bad things. So what's it worth? (laughs) But what's but what's it worth to us for any like? Is there a way to make your dick hard with like? There's natural herbs. There's natural Chinese herbs, and I'm sure some ancient shit. Could it be diet? I mean, honestly, are we really? We're so quick to jump to a pill, but dudes are allowed that they're endowed with the ability until like, look at the crazy old polygamist guys. Are they on Viagra? (laughs) But is there? Is there? Is it depression? Is there a way to treat it? Without yeah. just taking a pill, there's gotta be. There is, there is. I know there is. Um, herbs. I'm looking it up. If they're saying that there's 18 million men. Who are those? The same 18 million that are hoarders, <laughs> or the same 18? That's 19 million. Um, there's, there's. It just keeps going. Oh, and psychological dependency. Long-term Viagra use, we're flipping back and forth, uh, can increase the potential to develop psychological dependency. An article published by biopsychiatry.com dated April 2004 in the Anchorage Daily News cited that men who do not have erectile dysfunction problems are taking the drug for recreational purposes yeah. and are at risk for developing psychological dependency for the medication. Um, they, so I found okay. Uh, so herbs for uh, helping ED: um, Panax ginseng, maca, yohimbine, ginkgo, and modillo white. Yeah. How about mushrooms? <laughs> How about cocaine? How about cocaine? How about <laughs> some good old cocaine? cocaine. How about some meth? Actually, I'd like to know, does meth work? Actually, I heard They like to fuck on meth, I I know. Yeah, Yeah, that's... I learned that from the drug policy. That's right. I I learned it from intervention. Did you? I did. There was a meth guy who was going around, and he was like, he was like, I'm a sex addict who is also addicted to methamphetamine. And I'm like, honey, you're not on... You're not on... (laughs) I almost said survivor. You're not on intervention here, darling, because of your sex addiction, okay? (laughs) They might go hand in hand with the meth, but I think the meth you, is the reason why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember we were going through the list of things and meth um, was one of those that was increased your sex drive mm. and what have you. Mm. And that's why disease is very prevalent. Oh, sure. And, yeah, yeah so that makes sense. Like, and because you're, you're so high on meth, you don't give a fuck. You're like, yeah, yeah condoms are f- for losers. <laughs> Put them in. Let's put some... <laughs> Let's make them in a water We ain't taking a bath in like six days anyway. (laughs) Our own filth and pick and clean one square foot like meticulously, (laughs) but nothing else. And fuck. Yeah, there's gonna shit over there in the corner. We're gonna, but we're gonna clean this carpet over here. (laughs) Crazy. 
So here's all of them sa- snapped together. Uh, side effects. So all three side effect is stuffier runny nose. Again, okay. affecting your head, your sinuses. Okay. All three side effect headache. All three side effect upset stomach. Because nothing makes me like to fuck like an upset stomach than being nauseous. I really love to eat pussy while I'm nauseous. That's my favorite. (laughs) I take my Viagra and I I work it through. I eat the pussy while I'm nauseous. It's hard work. I'll toss some salad. Feels good. Changes in vision. Levitra and Viagra both give you changes in vision. Uh, Flushing. I don't know what flushing is, but I'm assuming it's like your cheeks flush. Oh, I guess I know. I know. But that happens with Levitra and Viagra. Back back pain and muscle aches are specific to Cialis, the daily one. And all three, a side effect (laughs) is a priapism, which is an erection which won't go away. Hey. Priapism. Uh, I've dogs here. This is a this is a trick. Um, my ex husband, the veterinarian, taught me, which I think is very funny. If your dog has an erection that's lasting forever and you can't make it stop, and sometimes it happens, like the little pink crayons out and it just can't get back in. Lipstick. You put a little sugar on it. What? You sprinkle some sugar on it and it'll go back in. <sighs> Fucking weird, right? That's crazy. Yeah. So if your dog or your puppy, they have. T- this is, we are all over the map on this show today, but even dog dicks get a, get a, get a little, we get a little taste of dog dick today, even yeah. here on the Altagast. Those are frightening. But yeah, a little sugar, put a little sugar on the tip of your dog's dick. some sugar on me. It works when you, in the name of love. A little sprinkle of sugar and a little priapism. I'm so excited that I know what the actual word is now, priapism. Uh, here's another here's another tip for your dog. If you clip your dog's or your cat's nails too close uh-huh. to the quick uh, and they bleed, you just either cornstarch or flour. You just put some in the palm of your hand and you dip their little their little ouchy toenail just in there and it'll stop it right up. That's Soak it right know. up. Yeah. I wish I had a dog to do that. No, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm trying to think my other... Oh, this is another one. If if your dog or cat, or they ingest something they're not supposed to, let's say a poinsettia or antifreeze, uh, and you need to make them barf like right away, like now, a hydrogen peroxide. You force them to drink hydrogen peroxide. Same thing with children, babies or whatever. No, I don't know about babies. I don't know what you do with babies. I mean, you call 911. But if you... But if you're really worried about poison and you don't have any Ipecac to make them throw up, you give them, make them drink... H2O2 or hydrogen peroxide and it will make you barf could save your life is it a new way I can become bulimic you know maybe Uh, I wonder yeah sure well hydrogen peroxide is also really good for just like if you swish it around in your mouth all the time it's uh, really good I used to brush my teeth with it baking soda and peroxide baking soda and peroxide it does the thing it's exciting Uh, penis so this is the last thing on Cialis Levitra and Viagra all the side effect is sudden cardiac arrest and death. We were joking not earlier. Fucking. We were joking earlier, but we're not fucking around. You can die from fucking. From fucking. <laughs> not just AIDS, but you can Right. Learn. Right. No, it's, this is I mean that's the thing. This is like pharmaceutical AIDS. It's but it's a daily <laughs> you're going to take it every day for the rest of your life so that you're like I can fuck again. <laughs> and 
And I bet there are other ways. The thing is, there is our bodies. This is the thing. It's just so funny to me. And I, how they train us that our bodies aren't like machines and we're this one being. And I, I say this when I'm so hungover. I fed my body way too much alcohol last night. Um, but we're little, this is what, what we ingest, what we put in our bodies. That's all our body knows. So if we give it like weird drugs and shit, that's all it knows. And toxic. Right. More toxic. And you know, I'm not saying my body isn't toxic. I did this to me. Um, but I don't want to add well, to now, the toxic. Some of this was done to us though, because the corn syrup in the That's 70s and 80s and 90s the ramp, and still what it's in every day that what when you're That's true. The, what we were as children we didn't know yet nobody knew yet I mean Roth Nader knew because he's the Nostradamus of our time and of course he knew and of course he was fighting those consumer issues and battles back in the day that changed everything you know we used to not even have seatbelts or like safety be damned I don't give a fuck Nader did that Nader in the 60s I bet, I bet you he takes Cialis <laughs> that would be a funny thing to look up. I, I bet you. Well, there's got to be a list of like famous people that take Cialis or take. I'm gonna look up famous people. You should. You should. Because they have got to. Most of them. Because they're I, probably like, yeah, I, I love it. Michael Douglas takes it too. Uh, that. Oh, by the way, um, I looked up, um, you know, uh, Chinese herbs. I oh, knew it. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I knew there was a Chinese herb. Yeah. Um. So, uh, pet. Panax ginseng, a Chinese and Korean herb. Panax ginseng has a 2,000 year history in Chinese and Korean medicine as a tonic for healthy and longevity. People take the roots of ginseng, also called uh, red ginseng, for uh, ED as well, which helps with stamina, concentration, stress, and overall well being. And then the clinical shown significant improvement in penile rigidity, girth, direction or duration of erection, improved libido, overall satisfaction. And that was just a Chinese 2000 year old herb. See? Yeah. It's crazy. It won't kill you. But but the, but we're like, if we use the basal basal dilators and we change the <laughs> molecules in the body, you get the dick hard. <laughs> Who cares if you get? Okay, so here's a list of famous. Here's six people that take it, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Zach Efron. I really. Doesn't that seem weird? I do, I see. I knew. See, I, I knew that shit was just for old dudes. Rob Kardashian. Because he's fat. Ashton Kutcher. Ben Affleck, what? Michael Douglas. I knew it. I knew and it. And Miles Teller. I don't know who Miles Teller. I knew Michael Douglas was in there. Yeah. Top it. ten celebrities who take Viagra. This is really funny that this is actually a thing. Jack Nicholson. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's Jack Nicholson. He's Why would Zach, Zach Efron takes it for fun? I, I think so. Because he's twenty nine. What? What the? Maybe he Ben really, Affleck. Maybe he really can't Aston get his, Kutcher. Maybe he really can't get his dick hard for me. Oh, maybe he has Fifty Cent. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. Of course, of course. Miles Teller. Hugh Hefner. Of Here's his quote. I'll take Viagra when I'm about to be making love, he said. Who said this? This is Hugh Hefner. I would say that at eighty four, it helps. It's God's little helper. Get it, Hugh. Frank Ocean. What? Mike he Douglas. He takes it for fun. 72. Two chains. Two chains. Two, two chains. chains. Rob Kardashian, who's like 12 years old. 30. Okay, fine. <laughs> Big boy. Big boy? Big boy. Aww. Joe Jackson. 
Oh. And Ew, wait, Lil, Michael Jackson's dad? No, Joe Jackson, like songwriter, oh, the musician, singer? author, singer, oh, like Joe Lil. Jackson. In 2015, it was reported Joe Jackson suffered a series of heart attacks after taking too much Viagra. Jackson denies these uh, claims. I love Joe Jackson. Credits. Joe Jackson making Michael Michael Jackson Memorial. Michael Jackson's journey from Motown to Off the Wall. Louis Martin and Michael. So maybe he is his dad. I don't know. But he was said he was born in United Kingdom. Singer's oh, no, no. That's that's Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah the singer. Guy, yeah. yeah. Stepping out, dude. Little... Little Lil B. Lil B's from Berkeley, California. He's a rapper and an author. Oh, Little B's on? And he said he'd rapped about taking Viagra in his lyrics, though it's unclear whether the performer has taken the pills or not. A lot of dudes take it for fun, though. And for, like, groupies and shit. Right. Get my dick hard. Get my dick hard. For the after show. The after party. I gotta fuck two bitches at once. I Uh. mean, is that, I guess... I bet you uh, President Cheeto takes it. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask now famous people that take... I mean, and I feel terrible today because it's almost like we're giving them free advertisement by being saying their names over and over and over. But we're kind of vilifying them and saying that Levitra, they're... Levitra, Cialis, yeah. bring your ass here. Yeah. And then there's Viagra. Uh, I love it. I love that. <laughs> Levitra, Cialis, bring your ass here. Famous people that take Cialis. Okay, now see, now they're, putting, they're making them the same. The lists are the same. They're just saying Viagra again. Viagra, Viagra, Viagra. Uh, the most popular erection drug is not Viagra, they say. It's Levitra, which is weird because I feel like that's the... So, you know, I think that Viagra then, on off the old guys, I don't know, it just has to do with the daily dosage versus... And it's, it's what the... That's the thing, too. It's what the doctor's going to push. Who's gotten to the doctor? You know what I mean? When you've got... When you have three drugs that are ostensibly the same, and then you look at the side effects, you're like, uh, do you want the ones without the muscle ache, or do you want the one that gives you heart attacks? You, you know, uh, like... You know, I'm just picturing if I was Hugh Hefner or Jack Nicholson, you know, the biggest hoes, male hoes of all time, the international playboys for reals, mm. I, would ta- I would take it. I would say, fuck it, I'll take a chance. <laughs> and just to get my dick hard I'm just picturing I don't know why I just thought about that I just pictured Jack Nicholson popping in a pill mm. color vision changes such as seeing a blue tinge to objects or having difficulty telling the difference between the colors blue and green that's what Levitra causes it says in its thing like this is its own website and it goes, hey, guys, you know, so this, yeah, I gotta get a little blue. Uh, maybe you can't see green anymore. It's gonna be hard to tell the difference. Don't worry about it. Literally colorblind. You're making yourself colorblind. Oh, to, to have a hard dick. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I don't know if she's black or white or brown, but all I know is I can't see. I'm yeah. a fucker anyway. Yay. Heart attack or stroke. Levitra can cause your blood pressure to drop suddenly to an unsafe level if it's taken with other certain medicines. With a sudden drop in blood pressure, you could get dizzy, faint, have a heart attack or a stroke. You know, sort of people mixing uh, Viagra and cocaine together. Ooh, see now we're. I mean, now ooh, you're playing Russian rule, <laughs> right? Well, and who is literally honest with their doctor? Like, what? You know, if you're okay, let's say. Let's make up a story. Um, Jack is 41, and he used to be enormously fat, but he went on one of those reality TV shows, and he lost, right, like 
140 pounds. That's incredible. Right? Jack, man, totally. And all of a sudden, he's got this new lease on. He's working out. He's met this new chick at the gym. She's so hot, and he can't believe that he sh- she was taking him to Vegas for the weekend. They're going to Vegas. They're going to have this big party, and he wants to look cool. I just saw this for a Cialis ad, by the way. Right. Well, he wants to look... They're, they're similar in age, and, and she's but she's so hot, and he can't believe it's going on. It. Uh, they're... They go. To, they want to go to Vegas together. They want to party uh, just with everybody, and he wants to impress everybody. So he's getting, he's getting a bunch of cocaine, and he really doesn't want to. It's just going to be because it's all the friends. She's bringing him to the, the cool kids. He's never hung out with the cool kids. His whole life, he was fatty, bombatty. They made fun of him. They like, they they were so mean. They wanted to put him up the flagpole, but they couldn't because he was too fat. Show. Right? He's fat kid. So sad. So sad. Right, but now he's lost the weight. He's this new guy, and he doesn't want to be that guy. Life. Yeah, well, his job was always really cool, and he had the money. But now he's actually got people around him, and it's nice. And, and he's, he can see his dick. He can see his dick. He's very <laughs> excited about all of this, and it's his new life, and this is his new thing. So he buys a bunch of this cocaine, and he <laughs> has decided. But he's he wants. He's been a little. He's so nervous and uh, <laughs> about. But he's got. He's worried about the, the dick stuff. So he brings. He brings Viagra. Right, and he brings Viagra with him. <laughs> and I mean it's tragic so he meets all the cool guys and all the guys are like yeah just hey Viagra let's do it yeah and they're and they're doing coke off each other's tits they're having a great time really a super time I want to go to this party right too. they're at the cabana they're at the cabana by the pool but they close the curtains when they do the coke off each other and they're having so much fun and the Damn. drinks are coming they've got bottle service he's got a lot of money it's just he's never been able to party because it's he was just you know, he just didn't have the self-esteem, and he could have probably could have partied. He just didn't, and he just never felt it. He and he's tits. excited. There's girls everywhere now, and he loves it. And this girl, she, you know, she takes him upstairs, and uh, he he asks the guys, you know, oh, oh, just take one Viagra, don't worry. You know, it's only uh, these these ones are 100 milligram pills. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. Aren't they usually? Shouldn't I just take a half? Are they 50? Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Are there any contraindications between cocaine use and Viagra? No, yes, we do it all the time. We do all the time, all the time. So Jack gets upstairs. He's really excited. He's going to finally, Bambi's, she's going, he's got this rock hard dick. She's going down on him. He's so excited. Uh, and he's getting right up there and he's, she's got the natural boobs too. He can't believe it. He's like, this is insane. They've been working out together. Bambi, of course. They're from LA or whatever, right? So he's getting right there and boom. Massive heart attack. Death. Dies on top of her. At least he wasn't fat anymore. He's really thin, so it was easy for her to roll him off. But she's very, very upset now. Doesn't know what to do. He's still inside of her. He's still inside. He just got in. He just just got in. He was like two pumps deep in Bambi. And he dies. Huge heart. He's 41. They were thinking about getting... They are thinking about eloping at the Elvis wedding down the street. They were getting high. They had ideas. They were going to... They were going to consummate before they went and got married, just to make sure. And now he's dead. And Inside of her. Right. And she's just got to kind of pick a push up. And But it's good because she does a lot of she does a lot of pushing, planking and pushing and stuff. So it was very easy for her to push. Why does her. it seem like an episode of Law & Order sexual? Sexual, whatchamacallit. Well, it would it, it be better if she makes him get married first. And then she gives him too much Viagra, and then he has the heart attack on top of her, but they're already married, so now she gets the money. Dun dun. <laughs> that's the law. And, and then cut to a Cialis ad. Right, and then cut to a Cialis ad. Oh my God, this this is sponsored by Cialis. They're showing the little blue pills at the. They're like, let's take the Viagra at the at the pool party. At the pool party. Right. 
They're all holding their little blue, they're clinking blue they're pills clinking above pills. them. Yes. Like bros, like the bromosexuals they're, they are. They're clinking blue pills and they're drinking little blue <laughs> martinis. One more line. Yeah, one more line. One more dun, line. Dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> Poor Jack. Dude, you just run a whole Law & Order episode <laughs> with that sperm of a moment. We just had to switch the ending so that they got married first. Yeah. Yeah, so that she's... It was actually a plan. Clink our pills, bro. This is like the fourth time that group has done this. They've been hunting them. They've been hunting them all over Nevada. This group of bros with that one lady, Bambi. They lure them in. It just just sucks because it it could have been anyone. Jack didn't have to lose all the weight to have this happen to him, but he did. He died right inside of her. Yeah. On top of me. He was, yeah, he was right on top of the world there. You know what I mean? So, uh, so there we go. That's, we did, wow, we did a whole hour on, on dick drugs. We, I feel like a dick now. I feel like a dick now. We ended it on a, that was a dope story. She just, by the way, this was all improvised by her. At the moment, yeah, just making up stories. Yeah, on the Altacast so here, Mutiny Radio, this Law and Order episode. Uh, yeah, well, Sell I've been that shit. I've been watching too much TV because I'm at that house, and I mean, it's really sad. And I honestly don't know if my depression is because I'm watching stupid TV, or if the TV's actually making me depressed, or if I, I mean, I don't know. It could be stupid TV. It could be stupid. Like it's the you, commercials. What? I think it's the because too many damn commercials. I'm telling you, when you cry at Chopped Junior, you know something's wrong with you. You know, like oh I know I have a problem. I know my life is a problem when I'm crying at top, Chopped Junior. Like that twelve, that eleven year old chef has so much potential. Um, so it was it was really cute. But I saw the mistakes. Junior. I saw st- I saw the mistakes they made, but they were actually really good little cooks. And but some of them made some mistakes where I was like, oh yeah. Was you cool. cried at Chop Junior. I cried like a baby. Oh, when the oh the little fat girl tastes her scallop, cuts one in half and tastes it, and she goes, oh this is good. And I'm like, yeah, you taste your food, girl. And so she and she was doing she was doing great. Um, she had great ideas. She made a bok choy pesto, though. I don't know if I agree with that. I would have used that. That actually sounds kind of good. Yeah. I would try that. But then the the one boy, I thought he made a mistake, and none of them pointed out. He also made a pesto, but he actually put cheese in it. I'm like, you do not serve cheese and scallops. Actually, that's not true. Sometimes they put creamy sauces on scallops mm-hmm. all the time. So maybe that's not such a potent. Like a bolognese? Is that what it, no, 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 bolognese is uh, meat that's, sauce. That's but meat sauce. Right? Um, if you... The, the thing that's um, usually cheese and fish are like no-nos. Like you wouldn't serve cheese and fish together. But then look at the filet of fish and that seems to be real Wait, successful. I was just going to say you wouldn't put a piece of craft uh, single on a whole tilapia. <laughs> right. I, How I mean, ghetto would that shit be? Well, but it would be like actually pretty gourmet fish filet if you ask me. Like cause fish filet is has that weird little square cheese. Now, there's nothing this is uh, t- fish, completely fish off topic but I like Cheese and I like those. Okay, so it's nostalgic for me because my parents never let us eat junk food. So I actually quite enjoy American cheese singles in the wrappy things because um, you can singles. you can turn it into you can fold it like squares and you can turn it into like sixteen tiny pieces of cheese and peel them off layer by layer and eat them. I've always enjoyed that, and I feel like they make a really really good grilled cheese sandwich. 
they melt so melty and so gooey and weird. Okay, so my mom like used to work for Kraft Foods, oh. so we always would have that shit in the house. Yeah. The only, t- I, the only time I do like it or did like it was like on a grilled hamburger on on a barbecue grill. Sure. And I'll give you the grilled cheese. Yeah. But as I got older, I started to realize like it didn't taste like real cheese. No, it's not. Because it isn't real cheese. Yeah, and I right. remember looking at the back of the product when I was a kid. Because every year we would get um, these crap would give us all craft foods, these big, big boxes. Sure, like, yeah. well, like a gift basket, fun yeah. times, Christmas gift basket. Yeah. Thanks, Kraft. Or at least, at least, uh, they would three times a year, excuse me, but... Do they make Triscuits? I love... No, it's Nabisco. No, Nabisco. I love Triscuits. Um, we do DiGiorno and shit. And Ooh. We used to get that when it was tasty. Um, but I just... The, the smell of the craft singer, I can still smell it. Mm. It has this funk. Mm-hmm. Like, really bad funk. And I remember... Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like even Velveeta, like oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That just I can't, I can't do Velveeta. I can't do mm. any of that shit anymore. Yeah, no, me either. Well, I feel like they should make a vegan cheese that's like that because it's so gross and not natural anyways that you should make you should make it into vegan food. Don't like, they? I, they <laughs> do have some uh, vegan singles. That was, yeah, I would, I would try those. I would yeah, totally. Eat they vegan do singles. have those. They're like expensive though, but yeah. I know it's. They make a vegan cheese. My friend used their cheese in a macaroni, and it was really delicious. Uh, Miyoko, Miyoko is Creamery is a business that's out in Marin, and they make uh, vegan cheeses and butters. And I tried their vegan butter, and I almost felt like it had too much fake butter flavor in it. Oh, but it was creamy, and it was weird because it was made out of, like, coconut and other things. I have no idea how they do what they do. But the cheese was actually really good. There was a, a cheese spread that I enjoyed that was spicy, and it was was really good. And then, and then uh, I got a vegan mozzarella, and that was weird. Um, <laughs> it was still, it wasn't, it did pretty well. It, it, it was better than I thought it was going to be. But, I mean, paying like $8 for a piece of vegan cheese as opposed to like getting real milk mozzarella. And, and I get it. I, I get what vegans are doing now. I've seen the documentaries. Uh, I watch. I know you're healthier than us. I know you're going to live forever. I know that you're not going to get y'all cancer. Y'all got money. I get it. It's easier being a vegetarian. Well, now, this is the thing. I want to actually bring them on and see if they'll talk on online. If you look up at the front, um, there's a little thing, and you can pull off a number, and it's the Chives product Project, and it's amazing. I'm part of it right now, and, and you have to live in San Francisco, but they are doing a study to see how voucher programs affect health. So what they're doing is uh, anyone can be involved... At, you could definitely be involved if you want and you uh, call the number or whatever and then you go to a little meeting and it's less than an hour and you sign up and they give you $20 a month in vouchers that can be used all over the city and at the farmer's market and it's interesting because it's a study being done by Stanford so what they're doing is that they're giving there's four groups you're randomly assigned to one of the four groups Uh, group one is that you get vouchers um, that you could only use on a specific week. So you get two and you have to use them before the second week and you can only use them on fruits and vegetables. And so you get two and then you get, so you get $10 for the first two weeks and you get $10 for the second two weeks. That's group one. Group two is that you get every two weeks, but you can use, it's like CalFresh. You can get anything you want. You can get anything you want at the store. And then the other side is that it's, um, you can only get fruits and vegetables, but you get it $20 once at the 
month. You can use it anytime during that month. That's what you have. I don't know yet. Oh, I, they're okay. going to randomly assign me. Oh, cool. uh, so there's these four groups, and they're seeing like, depending on, uh, and then the other one is, it's like four weeks, two weeks versus four weeks, having only vegetables and fruits on your vouchers or any kind of food you want. And then they're doing all these studies. You don't talk to them that much, though. I talked to her yesterday for, like, I think the phone call was 18 minutes long, which is not bad. And she's going to do that same phone call again in six months. But it's a food recall, and they asked me everything I ate. So I had to go through everything I ate on Monday. And and pretty, like, I said, oh, I had a stir-fry, and there are all these vegetables. She goes, how many mushrooms do you think are in there? And I'm like, probably two mushrooms. Uh, and then they asked me all these questions about, like, do have you not have you chosen not to get fruits or vegetables because of their cost? And I'm like, of course, I would eat so much more fruit if it wasn't so expensive. I mean, it is so expensive to yes. get the fruit that I like. I love berries and I love, and they're at least a dollar ninety nine for a tiny tub. And sometimes they want to be. $3.99, right? Like what? And I love apricots. I love apricots so much. I love plums. I love I love all I just I love fruit, but I oftentimes don't get it because it's like cost prohibitive. Because it, I'm honestly the calories for the money, it's not you you're you you do not get a lot of bang for your buck. Like when you're if you think of and I think about this a lot, like how many calories so there's this one little coffee that I get and it's on the back it says it's a hundred calories. And I'm like, it costs a buck. So that's a penny a calorie. That's not bad. That's not bad. Right? I mean... But if you get an apple and it costs a dollar, it only has like 50 calories. So that's two cents a calorie. Can it be a green apple? Because that's even more expensive because I right. like the green ones. Right? So it's so more than a dollar, right? Yeah. So your apple could be two dollars. And if there's only 50 calories in an apple, then you're get it's four cents calorie. And if you're looking at something like... I mean, it's what it's how they choose to price it. If, if you're really worried about calorie intake and you're worried about starving, I mean, eat eat a little Debbie whoopie pie or something. It's oh, they cost God. you know they cost like thirty nine cents, oh, and gross. and it has like you know thirty nine cents and it's like what six hundred calories. Oh. So that's an incredible deal. That's like yeah. that's like that's what sometimes people economically you know if that's what they can afford and that's what will fill them up that's what they'll eat and so I'm wondering if I, I'm excited to be a part of this study and what I'm saying to the people out there in the Altcast you too could be a part of this study uh, it's the Chives Project if you and one of the places you can turn them in is at the heart of the market, heart of the Civic Center food market, which is like, oh, I love, that, I love that. It is there's so that. many different vegetables and so many different beautiful things and colors and wonderment and and. When I would go to the school right there, um, I would always every Wednesday I would always leave with bags of fruits and mm. nuts and stuff, but <clears throat> I I think also I love my fruits and vegetables, but I notice how. I end up wasting some of them because they go off so quickly. That was one of the questions they asked me. But the thing is, my vegetables never go bad because I never buy enough of them at a time. I kind of only buy like two days in advance. I'm weird that way. If, if I want to cook a meal, like I have enough staples at home that I, I get the ingredients I need and I make that meal and that's what it is. Yeah. Just because I was raised with the and through my first marriage of that whole wasteful go to Costco buy the huge tub of 
greens only eat half of it and then have to throw the half away trying to eat like just buying too much at once because it's a better deal or i don't know just i'm used to it that's why i don't have a costco card anymore because i noticed i was wasting more food yeah and the thing you know it's i try not to waste because i don't you know i was raised not to be wasteful like that as well but i notice you know when I was buying a ton of vegetables and what have you, I would end up having to clean my refrigerator mm-hmm. because half of it would go off. Yeah, molding you know? and, and you just I, I time. Wanted, and if here's something else, I feel better like when I'm grocery shopping because I do love grocery shopping. I feel so much better when I see a basket full of like so many vegetables and fruits and stuff in my basket, and then you know at the end of the week have them get bad i'm like well what the fuck did i do that for yeah you know so but i I mean i i always i always buy a ton of vegetables and what have you i'm really excited for these specific stamps because this is coming at a really important time for me i uh got a message in the mail i turned in my new report my sar7 for my food stamps because i Sadly, the radio station doesn't pay. Hey, donate to Mutiny Radio so that I can make, so I can live in the city. Yay! Pay my, pay my. I don't, I don't even know. I don't think I can. This might have to be the second month in a row. I, I can't pay myself my stipend. Oh no! It sucks. Um, but the money for the station just isn't there, and I we just lost another show. But it's because they don't have the money. I mean, it's the bummer is that the artists that this place runs off taking money from artists because it's like a space where we all use it together. Um, but then the artists don't have money, so they can't do their art. <laughs> ah! Because we live in such a goddamn expensive city. Right. People are struggling. So I had to change over my stuff and tell them, hey, you know, I'm running this business and I'm doing this, and so this is what I'm doing. And they, I didn't give them the right information, and I got a letter in the mail that said, your food stamps has been reduced to $16. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. So it was going to go from 127 to 16. And anybody who's listening to this is probably like, yeah, you're getting free money from the government. But like, I honestly can't live in the city without my access to food. I, I need it. And, and it's a bummer that, and you guys, if you've been listening to this show, you know I constantly harp on this. Artists aren't paid equitably for their talents and you just aren't you can go to mutiny radio and press that donut but donut donut button. donate <laughs> donate donate um so that we can you know live in the city wow. and create things instead of having to go become a part of the corporate cog wheel of consumerism sad face which means there's no guarantee that you will even be able to keep that corporate job there's no security there's no there. security yeah. that's the scary well, and thing i mean the thing is i could i would I was thinking about it today because I've been watching so much TV and, and all of the marketing that's everywhere and how many people's jobs are involved in marketing and what marketing is. And it's getting people to want, and especially in pharmaceutical companies, and there's so many around this area. There's Genentech and there's... They pop up. They And they make a lot, a lot of money. And I just, I don't know. I couldn't, I, I don't want to have to ever profit off of someone else's demise. Like I would never buy stock, I guess, in in anything, but specifically in like Viagra or something. Because like, but I guess it's two sided though, because it's like, yay, hard dicks. But then it's like, oh, people are dying, and that's so if their stock was cheap enough, I would. Mm. <laughs> I totally would. I would. I would put some. Yeah, I would play that game. I made the mistake of not investing in a company in 2001 ish, around there. It was out in San Diego, and they were using the spit of Gila monsters 
to denature sugars to make a new diabetes drug. Oh, really? Yeah. And, oh. I, and they were t- it was a, like a penny stock, and I wanted to buy it, and I didn't. That was a mistake, because I think now they're a huge company. <laughs> but... Uh, it was, but it's. I mean, those kind of drugs. That's the thing is, I'm so torn over all this. Drugs didn't exist before, and people. I guess was our li- is our life expectancy that much longer? Uh, yes. Yeah, for some of us, I guess. I, I'm wondering if our life expectancy is going to is going to start dropping because of things like diabetes well, in, for, in the United States. For white and heart straight males in this country, it is because the highest rate of suicide are uh, with white males. Really? Yeah. So yeah, keep shooting yourself, white guys. Wow. <laughs> I'm I kidding. Mean, no, I know. I'm not but making fun of suicide, but no, it's. I mean, that is actually. That's why the life expectancy of white straight males. I. It was an article I read um, in Huffington Post. Um, is well, low committees. in this country. What it's like? Fourteen-year-old girls and old white dudes. Those it's are the most, big suicide mostly, rates. <laughs> suicide rates. Fourteen-year-old whiny girls. No one loves me. It's enough. actually white straight males. They have yeah. surpassed, um, wow. you know, young teenage. Yeah, and it's because of depression. Um, uh, a lot of these people are Trump voters too. Oh, are they sad that he's? No, no, no. These were the ones that put him. Some of them put him out in office. But there's drug addiction. There's um, uh, unemployment rate, uh, depression within white straight males, mm-hmm. and so their suicide rate has went up. So. Well, that's why if you give them a hard dick, they're going to be happy. Yay. Make them happy. <laughs> Dicks. Uh, this is, we'll do Drug Policy Alliance real quickly. Major criminal justice reform groups announce opposition to bill on sentencing and synthetic drugs. Proposal includes new mandatory minimums for drug offenses, gives the attorney general sweeping powers. More than 60 groups signed letter against bill. Hearing scheduled in-house, which is today. It's scheduled for today. Uh, so yesterday, more than 60 civil rights, civil and human rights, faith and criminal justice reform organizations, including the ACLU, Human Rights Watch, NAACP, FAMM, Drug Policy Alliance, and the Sentencing Project, released a letter that has been sent to the House Judiciary Committee opposing H.R. 2851, the Stop the Importation and Trafficking of Synthetic Analogs Act of 2017. The letter reads, The proposed legislation is a backward approach to addressing the country's drug problem by ignoring evidence of effective drug interventions and countering the common public sentiment that embraces treatment over incarceration as the right approach to the opioid epidemic. The bill would allow the attorney general sweeping powers to schedule new drugs and set corresponding penalties. It also included new mandatory minimums. This is bad. Um, the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Crime holds a hearing on the legislation. The House bill is led by Republican Kat Cato and Republican from New York and Repres- or no, Representative, I'm sorry, Representative Rice, Democrat, New York. Senators Grassley and Feinstein have introduced a similar bill in the Senate. While we share the representative's concern about the rise in fatalities linked to synthetic drugs, the bill takes the wrong approach, said Michael Collins, Deputy Director of the Drug Policy Alliance's Office of National Affairs. We know that more incarceration will fail to tackle the opioid epidemic, and we know more treatment and overdose prevention are approaches that work. 
given any attorney general broad power to decide which substances should be banned and which penalties is uh, to apply is incredibly dangerous and misguided. Yeah, giving him sweeping powers over. That has to do with, like, I guess, synthetic drugs and things that are sentenced, like Kratom and all those fake drugs, Boom Pow, whatever, all that weird bath stuff is bath salts. Ugh. Which, like, yeah, we should get rid of bath salts and stuff, but but so, p- having new minimums on bath salts, people, is not going to help Florida. No, <laughs> no that It's not going to help Florida. They're still going to be doing bath salts. <laughs> now they're just going to be in jail doing bath salts oh, or whatever. Lord. I mean... This, I mean, uh, good luck with that, senators. So this is the judicial. This is uh, the start time of this hearing changed from 2 p.m. to 11 a.m. Witness panels, related files. It's in the house. I guess it's happening today. Like you could watch, or maybe it was yesterday. You, uh, it's, is it on? It's YouTube. That's interesting. Well, boy, oh boy, I'm nervous. Partnership. These are the people that are saying they want it. Uh, Partnership for Drug-Free Kids. Uh, Chief Chemist and Laboratory Director at the Pinellas County Forensic Laboratory. These are people on the witness panel. Oh, and they have their testimonies. Oh, my God. This is interesting. You can actually read all the stuff. Um, there. So it's just the letter from the... Among the parents we Among the parents we serve, the fear of fentanyl is equally deadly analogs is palpable. Our moms and dads see news reports of overdose deaths from adulterated heroin and now cocaine and seeing these stories about counterfeit Xanax pills and other medications are, in fact, pure fentanyl. <gasps> but this is this is fear tactics to, to p- push incarceration. Mm-hmm. Like, and fentanyl was made by the drug companies. See, that's the thing is the opioid, the opioid epidemic is so ang- uh, anger making and backward because... <sighs> The pharmaceutical companies the, created the, the drugs. They were the drug pushers. And then they're taking... Now we're suddenly realizing what a fucking problem it is. And so they took away the access to them. And now you've got all these drug addicts who then moved to heroin. But then that's not strong enough. So they're buying it on the street. And then they're buying illegal amounts. Fentanyl is 50 times stronger than heroin. And it's pharmaceutically made. It's made for people that are dying of cancer. And people are taking it recreationally which or not lifestyle wise I have no idea how it works that's whenever you told me that story that I'm like no thank you it's the fentanyl over it is terrible terrible stuff you said that was a half a patch and that was it was a it was a third actually well and some people they actually open up the patches and they put it into needles oh shit which could it could kill you it should kill you it killed Prince yeah I mean it's but they they created this epidemic so there's this show on True Network or whatever and it's called Adam Ruins Everything and he does one on the drug war and it's so well done he's like Alton Brown almost except he's talking about issues and stuff and he it's like he's you know quoting the drug policy but he has all this backup and real history and it's like everything we talk about on the show and I was watching it and I almost started crying at that I'm like <laughs> it's starting to get to the mainstream <laughs> other people understand but that's the problem is that when we're looking at it and we're saying look the drug war failed, and now our administration is going mandatory sentencing. It's it's not about the drugs; it's about controlling the people. And we and like have, have darkies. We have a quote from Nixon's aide, intern, from 
the, from he says they specifically created the war. They knew that marijuana was not dangerous, and they specifically created the war on drugs to to demonize blacks, Latinos, so they could control. Well, so they could go into the political places and they could disrupt minority groups and disrupt uh, human rights groups and and disrupt this alternative thought. This alternative, and, and these alternative, that's of course they want to keep us stupid. They, they've tried in so many ways to, you know, the, the drug war, you know, broke up hotbeds of, uh, you know, knowledge and standing up and the human rights. Of course people don't want civil rights. People don't want civil rights. They want to keep people enslaved. They, they didn't want it. I mean, it's, we're like, look, we're people. But we can change this on the drug front too. Just be, it doesn't have to be this way. And then, but here, and here's the, the fun fact. So now everyone, even people on the other side, uh, some Republican senators, senators and what have you, have agreed that the drug war, war, war uh, has, did not work. It's failed. I think, I think yeah, I think Rand Paul is actually one of them. Trillions of who's dollars. Who's actually against uh, this and the fact of going back into mass incarcerations. So it's across the aisle that most people, especially people on the other side, agree that it failed and we shouldn't go back to it. Right. Especially it, when we have a crisis. It didn't work. We know it. We know we have a car- incarceration crisis as well, but that's the thing. They still, they want, they can make more money off us. I'm, I think that the reason more plantations. Well, instead of having instead of having harm reduction with opioid opioid addiction that they created, um, the pharmaceutical companies and they get away with murder. They get away with literal murder because people are dying that because opioid deaths are the number one cause of accidental death in the United States right now. And it's only going to rise. And it was created by them, but they're taking no responsibility. And the way that the government's getting involved, instead of dealing with harm reduction, instead of thinking of people as people, is, well, let's just, if we throw them in jail, they can get clean there. Yeah. And on the plus, you know, they want to, you know, also with the Affordable Care Act, that means... You know, with that bill being sliced away, that means rehabs and rehabilitation centers are going to close. So instead of rehabilitation and we're looking for reincarceration. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Reincarceration. Rehabilitation. Reincarceration. At the plantation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is really scary, though, because if they start um, letting, I mean, the attorney general, he wants to. Keep, they don't want they, sessions, they don't want medical marijuana they don't want recreational marijuana they don't want it because they can't make money off it they only want it but we're like look you can make money off it but the big pharmaceutical companies big pharma does not want weed oh no not at all because if not at all oh no what no. if what if you know no, someone it, starts instead of being on anti-depression medication what if they start smoking weed and doing yoga <laughs> right I mean no, you ever I'm, seen a depressed Indian <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I've bo- actually feather or dot because dot, I've, I've, dots uh, no I mean but the people they have a lot of poor people they are probably pretty depressed because they don't have enough to eat yeah um, <laughs> living on the street sad sad face a lot of prostitution there in India as well so, oh yeah. yeah and uh sad stuff yeah that's pretty sad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but but weed is good and yoga also is gonna. No, but you know, honestly, it'll, it'll it'll cure your honestly, boner. Honestly, Big Farm doesn't want you to have anything to do with uh, medical medicinal marijuana. I mean, just yeah. think about it. Um, there's a show on Vice called Weedicant, and oh. they talk about um, 
these parents that have children with seizures and you know some of these parents you know if they cross state lines they're going to get their children taken right. away and what have yeah. you for the cbds and the yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. so i mean that's crazy it's sad and, and it, it's been i mean it's fat well, that's, can't they show them the child and be like okay come over to my house when they don't get the cbd and you 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 watch them have a seizure how about you sit and watch them have a seizure you do that yeah and then you go oh wait but this cures it this makes it stop. Oh, but but it's illegal. But you can't bring it across state line. Yeah, you can't. Cr- yeah, and your child will be taken away. So your family's broken. So so much yeah. for your family values. Th- this this is a crazy this is a crazy thing here. McConnell's draft of health care bill confirms dramatic rollback of opioid treatment access from millions yep. of people. Mm-hmm. What I say. Draft includes opioid funds to lure Republicans concerned about loss of Medicaid-funded treatment. Advocates pulling Medicaid expansion will worsen opioid crisis. Opioid funding is no substitute for Medicaid expansion. A discussion draft of health care legislation released this morning confirms plans by Senate Republican leadership to pursue a dramatic rollback in the Medicaid expansion created by the Affordable Care Act that has extended access to treatment and mental health services to millions of people. The draft also proposes adding $2 billion in new opioid funding in an attempt to mitigate concerns about millions of people losing treatment and mental health coverage. Advocates have repeatedly warned that rollbacks on medic of the Medicaid expansion would strip access to opioid treatment and mental health services from millions of people vulnerable to opioid re- relapse and overdose. Advocates also empathize that the separate opioid fund, as proposed in this discussion draft, is no substitute for keeping the Medicaid expansion in place. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has said he still plans to push for a floor vote on the health care as early as next week, despite these and other concerns. McConnell is rushing a health care bill to the Senate floor that will threaten millions of lives by heartlessly cutting life-saving opioid treatment, said Grant Smith, Deputy Director of the National Affairs with the Drug Policy Alliance. We know that yanking away health care from people who struggle with addiction dramatically increases relapse and overdose rates. And we know that any rollback of the Medicaid expansion will profoundly exacerbate the opioid crisis. Senate Republican leadership plans to bring health care legislation to the Senate floor next week, even as recent reporting by the Trump, uh, New York Times, Washington Post and Associated Press has underscored the growing urgency of the opioid crisis and need for greater access to what continues to be scarce and underfunded treatment and other addiction recovery resources. There is considerable overlap between states that expanded Medicaid through the Affordable Care Act and states that have been hit hard by the opioid crisis, including Ohio and West Virginia. Republican senators from these and other states have publicly raised concerns about rolling back Medicaid expansion. This proposal for new opioid funding is not a substitute for Medicaid expansion, added Smith. Senators shouldn't be fooled into thinking this can make up for millions of people losing access to reliable, affordable, and evidence-based treatment and mental health services. All just to get the 1% of tax cut. Isn't that crazy? That's disgusting, We're the people. We're the, the people. We can change things, but it's so scary right now because how do we... How do we make them listen to us? How do we do it? Do we have to actually get in the streets and shake brooms and sticks? And and I think we need to burn some shit down. Do, do we thing. burn it? But I hate destroying things. But I, is that what we have to do? What do we do? They're fucking it up for our old they're, people. They're killing people. Medi- Medicaid. They're killing people literally. What they're saying. What they're saying is that the one percent is important, and us poor people ain't important. 
But you know what? We're people too. And that's most of us. But that's most of us. That's most of us. That's That's 99% of us. Yeah. And I, it's so it's, crazy. And the thing so is, it's crazy. just like, you know, I don't understand again, those supporters, it's a cult by this point. It's a he's, cult. He's like the Jim Jones of the government because <laughs> he has a wow. cult. Yeah. I mean, well, he makes them like, and I've been watching a lot of fucking, I've been watching too much stuff, but the Hitler stuff, oh my God, a lot of, a lot of Germans, German films have been coming out about that time. Uh, like I, I watched one that was, about the secretary of Hitler and the oh, bunker really? in the last days and she was just like it was like from her book or whatever her first person there she was she was the secretary and she was so excited to be working for Hitler you know because uh, but in the last days but he was crazy so it but it's neat because it's a period piece but it's in German so you have to read a lot which is a lot of fun um, but I, I've been watching this stuff and there's another one that came out called the devil's mistress and it's G- Gables uh, his his media minister of media in the Nazi party it's his uh, the story of his mistress for two years she was an actress from Czechoslovakia anyways it's a period piece and it's so interesting but it's scary because I feel like and people, everybody calls Trump Hitler blah 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 but kind of yeah, he's yeah. That's he's it, with his with his SS and his Third Reich and his all his people around him and his ministers and yeah. all the people that swear fealty and and the FBI loyalty, and loyalty loyalty and Comey wouldn't be his homie and he's like get out of here yeah. motherfucker and then nothing happens about that and we still but we're like but now we're so scared because like we can't impeach him because crazy pants Pence <laughs> is right behind him with like you know Jesus hugging dinosaurs doesn't believe and in mother, it and mother I mean all that stuff and he's, then Paul Ryan's after that. It's so scary. Then, it just keeps getting scary. Oh, scary. here, here's scary stuff. GOP plan to we, well, first we already know about the GOP plan to take away healthcare for millions of Americans because we just read about it. So, um, look, Narl and Drug Policy Alliance already have overlapping stories. Good for us. <laughs> um, this is the GOP plan to limit access to reproductive health care. Of course. Senate Republicans plan to take, probably not Viagra. Senate Republicans plan to take away health care for millions of Americans would wreak a special kind of havoc on women. In particular, the GOP proposal would limit access to basic reproductive health care, including abortion and contraception, as part of a long-term plan to chip it away at Americans' reproductive freedom. Here's what you need to know about the GOP plan. It significantly reduces abortion coverage in the private market, potentially eliminating it entirely. It institutes financial penalties for purchasing abortion coverage in the private insurance market. This will drive consumers away from these plans and create a strong disincentive for insurers to offer this coverage at all. Specifically, the bill prohibits individuals who receive tax credits from purchasing plans that include abortion coverage, even if their own, even if they use their own funds to plan to purchase insurance and prohibits small employers who receive tax credits from purchasing plans that include abortion coverage, even if employers use their own funds to purchase the plan. Uh, It bans abortion coverage in all plans offered in state health insurance exchanges, similar to the failed Stupak amendment offered during the debate on the ACA. And it devastates our nation's family planning network by defunding Planned Parenthood. The bill forces countless Planned Parenthood clinics across the nation to close by disqualifying them from participating in federal health care programs, leaving patients without care. 
Anti-choice lawmakers have attempted to obscure their intentions by not calling out Planned Parenthood by name in the bill. But don't be fooled. As confirmed in the CBO report, Planned Parenthood is the singular target of the defunding provision. Republicans claim that other healthcare providers can pick up the onslaught of new patients, but this is simply false. The community health health centers themselves have said they cannot absorb so many new patients. Even HHS Secretary Tom Price was unable to explain how patients will receive timely health care in more than 100 counties where Planned Parenthood is the only publicly funded provider that offers a full range of contraceptive methods. And cancer screening and and pap, and and pap and smears. and hey you know what's inside of us a uterus and you know what it does it makes babies sometimes our vaginas also do weird things sometimes they grow tumors sometimes they get cancer sometimes, sometimes they can make leak. bread sometimes they can make bread sometimes they itch sometimes things leak out of them and we have no idea why and we need access to this important part of our body people can die you can if you leave a tampon in for too long you can die of toxic, toxic sh- syndrome yeah yep. even if you have a, u- a urinary tract infection you're gonna go you're gonna find that at Planned Parenthood you're gonna piss in a cup they're gonna see the it's not are are we not good enough are we not people what the fuck is wrong with our government right now this is seriously like I'm shaking I don't even know how to deal with this how are we letting this happen I know why you can deal with it so there's an article in the Huffington Post that said you can send your a vibrator to your congressman to protest the health care bill so um, I don't want to say I love my vibrator. Yeah. Want to protest the Senate Republicans' health care bill, but don't know how? After all, you can call your senator and attend a local town me- meeting, or you can send a vibrator to your congressman. Um, you can send a congressman a vibrator to protest the health care bill that threatens to defund Planned Parenthood, make deep cuts to Medicaid, and take uh, health care away from millions. On Wednesday, Unbound announced a campaign called Vibes for Congress that allows people to send 50, any uh, a $15 vibrator along with an educational pamphlet on women's health to a specific representative. So we don't send our, because I'm like, I have a $140 vibrator that Anthony Medina gave me from no, from a True Hustle no. show, and I would never send <laughs> don't, that. Don't send that. Don't send a dirty um, vibrator. Send a clean, clean one. Clean one. Um, as Unbound spokesperson told HuffPost, they recommend people targeting, uh, targeting Kronos people who are in favor of the GOP bill, um, which is 75% that proceeds to, uh, and each sale will go to Planned Parenthood when they buy the vibrator. Oh, that's great. Uh, the initiative is to shed light on the importance of women's health in the face of change, changes that would threaten it, while uh, demonstrating that women will not stay sti- silent in the face of such dire risk, an un- uh, unbalanced spokesperson said. The educational pamphlet includes <laughs> a vibrator package features facts about women's health care and the potential and repercussions of reducing access to it. Um, so it, it is a pamphlet of showing um, wow. that. And then once you decide on the vibrator, um, Unbound helps you find the address of your representative you like to send this lovely gift to. Yeah. The landing page includes a drop-down menu that allows the users to send and choose their specific representative. They make it so easy. What is the website? Um, it's called... Everybody they're, go they're to this. They're called Unbound. Unbound. Um, vibes for Congress. I'm going to see if they have a Facebook thing that we can... Uh, I would love... Actually, I would rather send the... I would... Oh God, I wish I could... I could find my Missouri representative. Unbound. Is it... That's. Uh, it looks like... I mean, this looks like it would be it, doesn't it? There's 36,000 people that like it. Uh, let me check it first. I don't want to just... For vibes I, for... I guess uh, Vibes for Congress. Vibes for Congress. Let's try this. <laughs> vibes for... 
Well, isn't that Congress. cute? How many congressmen are going to get dildos sit in the mail? I think uh, good vibes. But they don't have that. They don't have vibes for Congress. But I'll see if this unbound, if that's if that's what we're looking for, because that would be exciting. Uh, yeah, guys, I, I might even do this. I'm super poor, but I'm totally thinking I might want to give. Cause I'm really worried about my. So unbound. It's, it says social science. We're cha- we are. They have a donate thing. Social service. Unbound. Blah, 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 blah. Oh no, it's sponsoring a child. Dang it. Sponsoring a child. They're not doing. I'm glad I didn't tag them. They're not doing um, the the dildo, uh, the the vibrator thing, which is brilliant, by the way. Learn about women's health. Yeah. Are they, is it not on there? No, they don't. They don't have a Facebook page. I thought maybe they would. Uh, wow. I'll look it up. Um, yeah. So, so everybody, yeah, go into it. Check it out. It'll be great. Just. Uh, I wrote bot, uh, bribes instead of vibes. <laughs> all oh, all the vibes. Well, I'm very very scared, and very very sad that. The government doesn't uh, think that women are important at all, and like your we know. Your mothers and your daughters, man. Like you're. I wonder. I, I honestly wonder. I actually wonder how some of the their wives and daughters, and mothers. You know how? What do they say in their household? I'm just curious because I'm sure I'm, they do have someone that disagrees with them as a politician. You know, who would honestly think that this is okay? It's it it's it's so scary that they're trying to take away the health and well-being of American women. All in the name of a thing called an abortion, which really abortion doesn't really have anything to do with you know woman's reproductive. Well, all it's time. all because it's all about control, and that's what it comes down to. And they want to control us. They want to control us. They want to put us in jobs. They want to put some. They they we're not people. The sooner we realize that we are not people to our government, we the people. It's the start of our fucking nation. We the people. We the people aren't anything anymore. We have we are stupid, and we elected a government that does not have our interests at heart. They are not. They don't care about us. We are not people. Have we not watched enough jail shows yet, guys? Or you haven't watched Orange is the New Black yet? You don't get it. Like you don't see that they want us all to be. We we're not people. The only to them. thing that they care about is green. That's green. the only thing that's and it ain't it ain't weed. It, it ain't weed. Yeah, and the thing is, just like you know, some of the things that they're doing, like such as I mean, healthcare. I mean. I'm scared because I have I'm on Medicaid. I mean, I have I have Medicaid. I, are we gonna Are we gonna cut my fun, funding to having me be a healthy person? I would love for a reporter, someone to ask a senator or a congressman, a congresswoman about them getting on this health care plan. Right. Like, you know what? Why don't you try this insurance out for a while? See how it works it's, for you. It's the same thing as um, when the the jail food thing got popular for a minute, where they're like. Hey, let's have you eat, eat what they, they eat. eat. Yeah. This is what we this is what we force this is what we make them eat. And then the whole commissary thing with the jail is awful too that you, you have to buy things but you don't make any money while you're in there but people have to pay money to send you money. It's just such a it, the whole thing's a racket. racket. Yep. Every, but 
Everything is. What are you going to... That's... Of course they want to make abortions legal because now you have a whole new way to jail women. Ugh, we can't get them in the drug war anymore, so how are we going to get these bitches to fuck up? Well, let's get abortions. Let's put them in jail. And he already said it. Our fucking president said it, that he would prosecute if if abortions were illegal he'd prosecute people to the full extent so that's so scary to say you don't not only do you not have any choice over the rest of your life you don't have any choice over the rest of your life you you can't choose whether you want to have a kid or not and if you if you make that choice then then you have then you go to jail so then you don't have a choice over your life anymore so either way you have no choice over your life no it's you what's free will Oh, don't try being a black woman. Oh, I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. No, I mean, this is, it's just so sad. But I mean, there is only 17% of people were for this bill. Seven, and that's, that's not very much at all. I mean, and the thing is, it's just like, you know, the, the cuts are going to hit the deepest from his supporters. Y'all don't get it yet. I mean death panels that's what they used in 2009 when they first were talking about obamacare oh, they right. used that scare tactic about death panels right but actually the republicans are going to really make it happen like death panels for real what is that i explain to me again what a death panel okay, is so ba- um when the they were legislating for uh, obamacare uh the democrats in 2009 uh there were town halls um uh talking about you know basically using uh obamacare as they're using the scare tactic that, you know, death panels would be all over the place if Obamacare passed and like hospitals would burn. It was a fear tactic that they used. I, I don't understand what a death panel is, though. Is it like, oh. a, I think it's like a panel of people that decides. Yeah, this was like one of their uh, spins that the Democrats would, Democrats, the Republicans would use. Um, looking it up, death panels. Because I, I heard these, I heard about death panels, and I remember because I, I heard on like Saturday Night Live, and they were making fun of it, and I never really understood what it was. It was the same thing as I never really understood until now what the, the whole Hobby Lobby thing was about. I was like, I don't get what that's about. But. Oh, the Hobby Lobby, that was uh, not covering women's health right. and what have this, you. This, exactly, they became, our government just became the Hobby Lobby, or is trying to become the Hobby Lobby right now. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. But yeah, it was just, to me, it was just a talking point and a, a scare tactic. Yeah, you know that's what it was. Because I'm like, what is a death panel? Is that like a bunch of people sit in a room and go, "You die," or is it like pretty much? <laughs> I mean, that's medieval shit, you know. And now, with the you know them like trying to just basically just cut out Obamacare. Yeah, it actually they are going to make death panels. Well, it's it's I'm I, mean, I am they scared. Are tr- this is this is um, this is what the Congress how they voted. In 2015, we have their uh, the record, and what they were big on were uh, attacks on Planned Parenthood, which we know are still happening. Anti-choice lawmakers capitalized on a series of heavily edited misleading videos about Planned Parenthood's practice of fetal tissue donation and renewed their campaign to defund the organization. Anti-choice leaders quickly forced a series of congressional hearings and floor votes. That was fake news, by the way. Yeah, we did that story. That was fake. That was fake. Uh, the Hyde attacks... This year also was marked by repeated attempts to insert the Hyde Amendment, the current law ban on public coverage of abortion care, into a number of unrelated bills, including Medicare reform legislation, a bill to provide aid for human trafficking survivors, and biomedical research legislation. Pro-choice amendments to strike the provisions failed. 20-week abortion ban. Anti-choice leaders attempted to gain 
to enact a nationwide ban on abortions 20 weeks. Initially, they were, well, how long is that? Four months. <gasps> no, five months. I mean, yeah, if you're going to, I mean, so, f- yeah. You should, you should know 20, by now. 20 weeks. Yeah, if you've been pregnant for 20 weeks, that's five months. That's way you, more than That's half. more than, yeah, you're pretty much on your way. I mean, there's some things, though, that, but I understand, like, if you're sick or there's something that happens or you, and maybe you find out at that point that they have some, like, weird debilitating disease and you're like, I just can't deal with this. Anti-choice leaders attempted to gain and enact a nationwide ban on abortion at 20 weeks. Initially, they were stalled by the objections of some of their own members to the bill's inadequate exception for victims of rapes, incests. But after making revisions, that made the legislation even worse. The House took up the bill and passed it easily, while the Senate subsequently blocked it. Uh, So that was interference in abortion practice, also spurred by the attacks on Planned Parenthood, Born Alive Infants Protection Act, a 2002 law that pro-choice community did not oppose, did not and does not oppose, blah, 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 blah. Stupak on steroids. Again, the House again passed a bill to effectively ban abortion coverage in the state health insurance exchanges and penalize small businesses that purchase private health plans and include abortion coverage. And so now this is two years later and they're doing it, making it even worse. This is so crazy to me that this issue about that they're trying to make it a moral issue. (laughs) And it is a moral issue in that us being people is a moral it, us uh, women having access to being healthy and making our own choices for our own lives because we're intelligent enough to do that well, this well, is all very very sad it's all, it's, it's all about family values right? it's all about family I mean, values I don't hear them griping about the death penalty yeah I mean if you're for if you're pro-life isn't that a life as well I mean right. seriously Shh, maybe the hypocrisy there a little hypocrisy there. Little. Yeah, a little bit. Big. A little bit. Little big. Little big. Yeah. I mean, it's just again, I don't understand why we even have to have this as an issue still to this very day in 2017. Yeah. And why is birth control even an issue now? Like it I thought we went through these hurdles. Yeah, that's what you I thought that, well, I, I mean, that's the problem is that the civil, you, I mean, like, we're so stupid. We think that the, uh, oh my God, Chile won. Went to yes. penalties in Chile won. Chile, Chile, no, oh my God. Oh, crazy. It's crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Yay. Sad Portugal. Yeah, poor Portugal. Well, uh, well, I think it, our lives are going to be super sad as they continue taking away our civil liberties. Uh, do you think, you think the government wanted the civil rights movement to happen? No. no, they murdered JFK so that it would stop. They murdered uh, Martin Luther King so that to try to stop that stuff. They Bobby started Kennedy. the drunk. They started the drug war to try to bl- break up the Black Panthers, and you know, they, and they all the the leaders. They broke up the they, the Caesar Chavez and the and the Si se puede. Um, and they're gonna they're gonna do it again. They're gonna deport. They're gonna they're deporting. They're but this is for women, you guys. We are half the country. We, the people, we're more than 50%. We, women, women, we can't let this happen. We can't let them have power over our lives and choices. That's the whole point of being an American. It's like freedom of speech and freedom of thought and freedom of action. And shame on you women who stand there and don't defend, Mm. who who don't understand the 
repercussions of defunding something. Planned Parenthood is just not a place where you get abortions. You know, it's more than that. And it's not even funded. It's not even. Uh, and even even if it is, we should have Choice. access to abortions. Why do you it's want? Why do you, you want me to have a kid when I don't want to have a kid? Why do you want that? Why do you want to ruin my life? I know this. Why do you want me to ruin a new little life? Why do you want me to do that? Why would you force? You know why? If, if if I'm a responsible enough adult to say, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna have a child. Because I drink too much and I like to have fun and I want to be a stand-up comedian and I want to have this life and the radio station and all that stuff. And you can't do that with a kid. Your whole life changes. You have to take them to school. You have to worry about them. You have to wipe their stupid little noses. You never get to slap them in the fucking face. Jesus Christ. Like, don't make me have a kid. And and to say and to to just, say that it's a moral issue, you know, go fuck yourself. I just, I, it's just to me, it's immoral because the fact of there's, you know, you know, women being sexual assaulted and incest and what have you mm. that's another factor that's a large factor yeah. of it you know because rape is not something that you know you can just would you put it on a condom please yeah exactly <laughs> and before you before you violate me would you please yeah. if you could not give, sw- swipe me with your aids wand Thank that'd you. be nice yeah yeah because that's how rape goes right i mean sir i, I just don't understand Choice. I mean, aren't these the same people that wanted small government? Yeah. Again, the hypocrisy, you know, but you can't have small government when you're in the lives of my uterus. Right, exactly. You're in, yeah, you're in the lining of my uterus and you're making too many choices for me. Boo, boo, boo. You're going to choose my tampons next Yeah, is that what you want to, yeah, right? Use pads instead. Right. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, and I... <sighs> <laughs> Feminism is just so hard. <laughs> hey, but I can still get dick pills, right? Right, no problem. <laughs> they are cutting that out of Medicaid, Medicare, I bet. Nope, you know they ain't. That ain't an issue. I love it when Crimea River's playing in the background <laughs> and I'm getting all heated about... That happens quite often. I know. I get so... Well, I don't mean to get so heated about the government. I try not to think about it because it raises my blood pressure. And uh, I might have need pills for that. Yeah, I might need pills for that. How about just let's change the government? Thank you for joining us today on the AltaCast. As always, this has been really fun. Fun and interesting. And yeah, I learned a bunch of stuff about uh, dick pills. But I, I mean, honestly, you guys, don't do that. Try things before you go to pills. Uh, we don't want you to die. Or maybe we do. I don't know. Is it uh, is if this a secret is, plot because we have too many Americans and we just want to kill them all? Honestly, or? if your dick is sad, I say take pills. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. But, but, but I also see there's... I've, I'm interested in the ancient Chinese. I'm an ancient Chinese secret. <laughs> pearl cream. Pearl cream on your dick. Pearl cream. Pearl cream. On dick. And Kenoki foot pads. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many weird things I want to try. Like, I've always wanted to see the bottom of it. Be like, look at the toxins that's pulling out of my body. Uh, I've actually wanted to see that too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Toxins. I got a lot of toxins today. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank uh, you, everybody. I've been, I've been Pam. This has been Latoya. We yeah. gave you guys another AltaCast. Keep listening to MutinyRadio.fm. And donate. Please, please give us money. Please, please. For favor. Please give us money, please. Help me live help my me. life, please. <laughs> help me, I'm poor. Please help me, I'm poor. <laughs> but don't you enjoy, didn't you enjoy this great entertainment? I don't know who you are, but thank you for listening. I know you're out there. I know you're out I there. Hear you Thank you. I can hear you breathing. <laughs> wow, that would be scary. I, I keep thinking I'm hearing my cat throw up. Oh no! You know that? Oh. 
Ew, I hate that. It's not I though. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just. That was actually just me. No, I'm kidding. It's not. It's neither my cat nor myself. But my cat has been barfing a lot. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Who scream at nothing and everything at the same time? Who dance till sunup? Who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow? Who rival the moon with gravitational force? Who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck? Who don't give a fuck? Who make? Who do? Who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs? Who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching? Who create from the soul of an orgasm? Who swagger even alone in the shower? Who fight with passion and love with passion and are passion? Who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution? Who would rather die than fall in line to conform? Who constantly challenge the norm? Who greet each and every day as if just born? I say to you, I know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact. And in fact, I know it best when I say to you, I love you. The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space, featuring High Time Storytime, every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime, Volume 1, now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. 
But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak sailing. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? Then get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Tell me what you think about your situation, complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh, Kit Marie, Brandon Ray, and Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag-dabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four ninety nine. 
do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. L-S-D, fap, acid and fapping, fapping and acid, acid fapping, fapping and acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. This is Tusha Tomatoes with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station that ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Stand every Sunday at 1 p.m. Parque Ninos Unidos at 23rd and Folsom. The free farm stand and all volunteer run project of the No Penny Opera. It's about sharing the wealth of urban farms and gardens. Making, helping making local growth, fresh and nutrients, organic produce accessible to all, especially those in individuals or low incomes or tight budgets. The Free Farm Stand grows food in San Francisco and distributes it for free. We act as a gathered place in mission to encourage community growth 